Hello and welcome to Middlebrow Chats. This is a podcast where we're not highbrow and we're not lowbrow. We're in that sweet spot right in the middle. Today, we're going to talk about food, what we like to eat, what we like to cook, and I guess eventually how the self-isolation that we're all going through is affecting how we eat and what we eat. Yeah. So let's start by talking about what types of cuisine you like to eat. Um, well, I'm quite fond of, you know, Indian food, Thai food, Italian, like the, I guess the basics, really. I mean, I I never found Chinese food very appealing. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's just how it is. Okay, so uh, let's talk about Indian food then. Indian, yeah. What kind of Indian food do you like? Southern Indian food. Southern Indian food? Yes, because North Indian has a lot of cashews. And that's not good for me. Right, so that's another thing we can talk about a bit later on. Yeah. Food allergies and how that affects what And intolerances. Intolerances as well? To people? Yeah. Uh To food? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, what kind of South? So, what do you define as South Indian food? Uh, Indian food that was created in the south of India. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Tell me about this Indian food that was created in the southern parts of India that well, you like. I mean, Indian food in general. It's, I mean, it is very diverse. Yes. But the. I guess structure of it, it's it's pretty much the same. There are there are staple dishes that just have different ingredients in them, right? For example. Well, you would have different types of curries. Okay. You you would have your kormas, you would have your vindaloo. You got all those, right? Right. And for some people. I mean, yeah, some people it's a little bit different. So, yeah, the typical Western curry would be like a butter chicken. And, again, not something I find appealing, mainly because I'm vegetarian. Right. Yeah. It's a very, I think that's very Western, and it's not, I believe it's not very hot, and I think that's why it appeals to... Westerners more because that's their um, preferred heat level and that's what their palates are. Yeah. So what I quite like about Indian food is that you can have a lot of flavor in there. There are a lot of spices yeah, that they use. Definitely. And spice does not mean it has to be hot. No, no, not at all. Right. Yeah. So, so that's some spices are just annoying though. You don't notice they're there. Mm-hmm. You the only time you notice they're there is when you bite into it. You right. could just be enjoying like your rice or something, and then bam, cardamom. Why? No, it's rice. You don't need to flavor it. Thank you. That's but that's just me. I'm just saying. Okay. I prefer my rice normal. Plain. Plain. Ah, uh, saffron. Saffron is a good thing, isn't it? Yes. It's quite delightful. Just not when you get it on white shirts. No, no. So that's, yeah. yes, that can be a big issue. So one of my favourite South Indian 
foods yeah. is masala dosa. Mm, yes, familiar. Right. So for the uninitiated, mm. how would you describe that? It is well fried. Uh, it's not. It's not pastry, but it's it's a thi- it's a crunchy. It's a pancake. savory crepe. It's yeah. a savory crunchy crepe. Yes. With spicy potatoes and peas in it, with like a like a, a hot potato mixture, with different like peas and spices. Yep. It's very very nice. I remember we went to a place once and we had a dosa that was bigger than your head. Mm. Do you remember that? I believe that would have been a dosa hut. Perhaps, but we're not endorsing any food outlets in our podcast, unless of course they're sponsoring us. Yeah. Which they're not. Apparently. So, what other cuisines do you like to eat? I mean, I guess the uh, main one would be Italian. It's right. very it's very simple. It's very easy to cook, which we'll get into later. It's diverse. Flavours are great. You can really do many things with different dishes but just because the variety of ingredients that can actually go into a dish. You can have olives, you can have chilli, you can have garlic, you can have mushrooms. You can pretty much put whatever you want into Italian food. Right, that's true. Um, so tell me about pestos. Yes, pesto is my staple dish. As Your sure... signature dish, perhaps? I guess, I guess signature, which um, you're aware because I cooked it for you just before. Yes. Um, so yeah, that one, it's very easy to make. I don't want to go leaking my recipe because it's it's very, very good. But it's very, very simple to make. You need basil cheese, garlic, pine nuts, Mm -hmm. and olive oil, and a blender. That's all you need to make it, really. It's a simple, easy dish, isn't it? Yeah, and it's good. The only problem is that um, pine nuts are very, very expensive. Mm -hmm. And they're like $60 a kilo. So what restaurants do to cut corners, well, not cut corners, but save on cost, is they'll put cashew nuts in it. Mm. Big no-no. For some people? Yeah, for some people. I, yeah. So they also substitute with other types of nuts too. Um, sometimes they put almonds in. Do they? Yeah, I've seen one. Oh no, no, that's there. sacrilegious. It is, isn't it? It doesn't taste good with anything other than pine nuts, I think. Yeah. So for people with allergies, um, pestos can actually be quite dangerous, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, especially people with tree nut allergies, um, because you can ask at a restaurant um, how they make their pesto. They can get a bit offended when you try to find out what their recipe is. And that's because most of the time it's jarred. That's true. Like if it could be, it could be a great jarred a verb. Yes, jarred is no. Yeah, it is in a jar. Right. So, canned. How about that? No, it's not canned. Well, no, it's not canned. It's jarred. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, let's move on really let's move quickly. On. Yeah. I mean, like, not top restaurants, because top restaurants will make it from scratch with pine nuts. Mm. But most restaurants that on TripAdvisor are mid-eats, mm-hmm. they'll make it with cashew nuts. Yeah. 
That's just a fact. But like you said, there's such a wide variety of um, Italian foods that you don't have to have the pesto. No, you don't. Yeah. So um, tell me, where you do like to cook as I well, do like as to we cook, found yes. out um, that you make pesto. Yeah. Uh, where do you get your inspiration from? Um, so what I'll do is I'll go on taste.com mm-hmm. and I'll just look up vegetarian and then a cuisine that I would like to try. Yep. And then I'll scroll through it, find one I like. Yep. See how long it takes, see if I have the ingredients for it. Do you really do that? I do, yes. Or do you just um, impose upon your parents saying, do you have um, blah, blah, berries picked from the foothills of the Himalayas? Okay, that was one time. But, uh, yeah, okay, I do. But it depends on what it is. Because some recipes, Mm -hmm. you would definitely already have it at home. Because it could just be, like, another one that I make a lot mm-hmm. that's very easy and it tastes very nice. It's just mushroom and spinach pasta. Oh, that is so delicious. I should tell you, it's just listeners. Mu- it's just mushroom. I, my mouth is salivating just thinking about it. Yeah. It, you, you get mushrooms, you put chilli paste and garlic in it, cook them with oil, with oil, obviously, and then just put some spinach on top, wait till the spinach shrivels up, and serve mm. it. It's good. So, and I found that recipe on taste. So, I... We, Did you? I thought you just made it up. No. You would obviously have mushrooms in the house. Because... Well, not obviously, but you should. Mm-hmm. You should have mushrooms in your house at all times. But... And... Well, you would have spinach. Or a herb. A herb that you can use. Because it's really mushroom herb. Mm-hmm. But I just used, chose to do spinach. Yeah, so you you should have some ingredients already in your house at all times. Right. So generally, um, how does your family respond um, when you say that you're going to make this fairly exotic dish for a meal? <laughs> I don't have to cook now. <laughs> it's, it's just what they do. Because once someone else cooks, everyone's happy. That's I like cooking. very true. I like cooking, yeah. So do you wash up as well after you finish? Because no. part of cooking is no, if you cleaning. No, if you cook, you don't wash up. That's how it goes. I don't think Ask so. Ask Gordon Ramsay. That's how it goes, bro. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. I shall send him a text because he's on speed dial on my phone. Yeah. Um. So is it mainly just the internet that gives you your inspiration do you watch any cooking shows for example we did mention Gordon Ramsay just now and I know you're a fan yes but that's kitchen nightmares probably not the best place to be getting inspiration from Um, the opposite of inspiration desperation no I don't think so I think it's just don't do this okay um I like watching Ainsley Harriet cooking shows oh good old Ainsley Yes. yes When did you discover him? Because I used to um, the, um, see his cooking shows as a child. Now, it's a bit... Unorthodox. And you know, that would have been, you know, many, many decades ago. Yeah, the 90s. It's... Cool move there, bro. <laughs> it's very unorthodox, the way that I actually found out about him. And I think the way that many young people actually found out about him was um, the memes 
that came from his cooking Please shows. Stop tapping the table. Yeah, this sorry. is a podcast. Sorry. Ah. Sound is very important here. Yes. Okay. So cooking shows. Yeah. You know the um the where, memes. Really? Yeah. Where he's okay, making so tell me about where he's making memes. um jerk Jamaican jerk chicken. Right. And he's just preparing it, and he just goes, yeah, boy. It, and it's <laughs> great. He does. I can does show, I can show you after the show. It's okay. great. Right. I re- I highly recommend watching it. Just go on YouTube, Ainsley Harriet, yeah boy. It's it's beautiful. Okay. Um, what I like is the way he seasons his cooking. Ah, yes. When he's ready to add some herbs or pepper and salt. I like the little dance he does. Yeah, it's great. And look, I can tell you, after, you know, watching him all those years ago and watching him now, he has not aged. He hasn't, no. I don't know how he does it. It's just being happy and eating lots of good food, I guess. Yeah. Which means it must be doing something for me, but I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so Ainsley Harriet is not really an inspiration, is he? Is he? Why is he an inspiration other than the memes? Like, for your food, how, who inspires it's, you? It, no, it's not the necessarily the food, but it's the way you create it. Because right. when you're actually cooking, mm-hmm. you can't not want to do it it can't you can't act like cooking oh, is a chore yeah you need to make Absolutely. sure that you're in committed the, into yeah. this food this dish right and you're in the zone you're in the zone mm-hmm. right so i do know you have a sibling yeah i do correct and generally when he is asked to cook a meal yes um for the family he wants to make sure the entire kitchen is cleared out. There's no one else in the vicinity. He'll have his headphones, ear, earpods in. I. What I, do you think of that? I, I think I would do it as well if I was allowed to. Right. But since I'm younger. Your draconian parents. Yes. Crack the whip. Because, like, my phone isn't clean or something. Well. I don't okay. know about that. But. Yeah, so I would just have it in my pocket. I know. It is not clean. It's headphones in. Yes. And it's fine. You can listen to whatever you want. What about looking out for your fingers? Well, I didn't think your eyes would be focused on what you're listening to. No, but you get distracted, don't you? Because there'll be a rapper who comes by and rap, rap, raps away. And then the knife, God knows. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. It's fine. Um, who knows what the knife will do? It, yeah, I don't well, like I mean, having fingernails in like, my admit, basil. Admittedly, sometimes you do cook to the beat. Do you? Yeah. Right. Like, you could be chopping to the beat, but th- you only do that when you're listening to R&B. Okay? Don't listen to rap while chopping to the beat. Never a good idea. Okay. So clearly I've been doing this all wrong over these years, and maybe that's why I don't cook so much. Yeah. So, how are you going? Is there anything else you want to tell me about food and the shows you watch? Um, well, cuisines that I don't like, there's it's a very small number. Yep. I love food. It's Food is great. Some say I couldn't live without food. You know? Could that be you? Yeah. But... See, Chinese food, I don't quite get it, because... Well, you do know that Chinese food is also quite diverse. China is a 
huge, it's huge, a huge country. country, and there's different different yeah. regional specialities. Yes, but I've never been to China. Right? No. So I don't know if I can. I'm allowed to have an opinion on this, but when because what you would see in the suburbs would be very westernized i would assume well interesting fact yes tell me you know i've found um about chinese food is that it really reflects the country you're in because i think the chinese uh the people who cook chinese food in restaurants really try to mimic what's going on in the country so for example they would just chuck uh, a few corona coronavirus cells in it what (laughs) that's so inappropriate i don't know what you're on about that is not what i was saying so concentrate okay jeez child we don't know how to edit this audio recording otherwise i think we might try and edit that out of this episode so what i was saying because before i was so rudely interrupted um was that uh for example in um sri lanka where people eat a lot of spicy food chinese food is very spicy yeah Whereas, it would be acclimatized to the country that it's in yeah yeah so yeah. i think you're saying you don't like chinese food could be a reflection of that so we it might could, have to, it definitely could be um reserve judgment on that so yeah. what other types of food do you not like to eat i can give you one miso soup okay that's not really cuisine though is it but yeah well you know a dish a dish i remember describing miso soup and minestrone soup to be to be fair as mm-hmm. drinking anglerfish and now if you don't know what that is i don't what does that mean? I mean, you can look at. It, I know what an anglerfish is. But it's no, it just tasted the way that an anglerfish looks. Right. Right. Big, angry, and scary, and with spiky things around it. Yeah, it's it's not good. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Okay. I love miso soup. Well, it then gives you're me weird. such a warm and fuzzy feeling. That's not a nice thing to say to your co-host. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, allergies. Allergies. Which is not a cuisine. No. But we segue, <laughs> we segue into that. Um, because there are lots of people who, who have food allergies. Yeah. Um... Now, growing up, uh, I had never heard of food allergies. People I knew um, didn't have food allergies. Well, still in Sri Lanka. And that could have been because they just died because there was no um, way of treating it. Yeah. So the first time I came to Australia was when I heard about, oh, do not pluck your fingers like that i'm not you're not indeed um i was surprised at the number of people who had allergies to peanuts yeah and then i I found out you know there are people who are can be allergic to egg and milk which are the other obvious ones but also strange things like lychees and kiwi fruit kiwi fruit um so tell me about food allergies and how it has affected your life well, for your life, Sri Lanka, well, even when I go, it's very unheard of, allergies. Mm-hmm. You, there, in fact, there's no word for there, it. There, yeah, there's no word for allergies. 
you and have to say not bad well we and now we've gone to saying if you give if there is if there are any nuts especially cashew nuts in the food you will have to call an ambulance yes. because there's no word to use and people don't understand um, how bad it can get yes pretty much but yeah so in my life I mean it hasn't limited me that much I mean I can't Do you worry about the food you eat no not really because it depends what I'll be eating if I'm eating something like I mean a curry or a samosa and they've and we've asked about if it contains nuts and they've given a sort of like iffy answer I worry then mm-hmm. so you kind of gauge it on the response of the weight stuff yeah okay like if you ha- if that you like is there any nuts in this and be like mm-hmm. and you ask again and they be like no why didn't you answer me the first time okay right so yeah but I mean what about in school when you swap food with your friends well first of all you should never do that any kids watching you get caught um (laughs) but I don't worry about that because the stuff I would never swap chocolate or like a, a nut bar Mm-hmm. It would only ever be chips, and if there's cashew nut in chips, why? You'd die for it anyway, because yeah, it's chips. Yeah, it's chips. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so that's good to know. Although, so I, not... I do steal cheese sticks from my friends. That's fun. Cheese sticks for are all the best. you friends listening out there, watch out. Sticky fingers. Here he comes. <laughs> oh, cheese sticks are the best. But my parents won't get them for me because it's like artificial cheese or whatever. Who cares? Clearly, your parents care because they love you so much. Yeah, if they love me, they'll get me cheese sticks. So as we head out to, I think, the latter part of this show now, um, let's talk about the current situation and how um, isolating at home and the whole coronavirus situation um, in the country is affecting what you eat Mm. and how you eat okay well personally for me i find i would be eating more on when if i was going to school mm-hmm. right because so my meals consist of breakfast mm-hmm. which would be like a bowl of wheat bix or something lunch a mm-hmm. sandwich and, and then prop depending on what day it is mm-hmm. something for afternoon tea mm-hmm. and then dinner yep but now that I'm at home, it's everything. <clears throat> I find I'm not eating afternoon tea as much. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I'm not sure. Can I give you a hint? It could be because I'm working out a lot. Mm, no, no. Is no. because there's nothing in the house? No. Potentially your lunches are bigger than just a small not, sandwich that not, you have at school. Oh, possibly, but. Mm, is it because your parents? Who love you so much are cooking extravagant lunches for you. I mean baked I beans. Is yes. I mean baked beans on toast I wouldn't necessarily say is extravagant, but whatever floats your boat. <sighs> right. But that's just me. So as a connoisseur of Italian cuisine, how's your Italian cuisine being affected by the pasta hoarding? <laughs> yes. Um not very much. Mm-hmm. Really, because 
with my family, we keep pasta in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. So right now we'll have a we'll have about I, I would assume maybe sixteen bags. I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, what, maybe what was... ten, maybe ten. Without Whoa, and we okay. we haven't been hoarding it. No. That's just how much we have at all times. Absolutely. So we don't need any more. We'll just take out two a week and we'll be fine. Okay. Is there any food that you miss? Not having, or you're gen- you generally have been okay. I mean, my friend's cheese sticks, but <laughs> like, um, I don't know, not really. So, I so far, everything's been okay because yeah. your oh, parents... noodles, 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 noodles. I miss noodles definitely. Okay. Because I don't know, we haven't been out to um our local Asian supermarket mm-hmm. for a long time now. Yep. So I don't know what it's what it actually looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the stock will be like. But it's something we can manage to live without. I think so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we're... So I think we're going to say goodbye for today and we hope you've enjoyed the show. Bye. See ya.